1: Hi there, I am Adam Kivas, and this is my novel, The Accused. The day it happened, I was calm. I stood up in the morning. It was a sunny day. It was a day out of the ordinary, the jury. I somehow, left behind the days of gloom, the days of hopelessness. I was committed, I was committed to a cause to save our country from the abyss. I felt strong for a long time because before that I had fought about the world, an unjust place. I thought about the world as someone, as something which I cannot bring about change. Me, this weak person, the world stamped me as, as lost, as someone left behind, someone you would not care about, just a nobody. But on that day, my heart was committed. On that day, I felt more love for America than ever before. Love for its people. But it was not only love, it was as well as belief that we would prevail, that America would prevail, that all those great Americans, that the good American heart would never cease to exist. We would survive like we have survived before. But it needs the deeds of proud Americans. But we need the deeds of people who care, who care for their future. I was in my home. I packed all my stuff. I didn't want to move anywhere, like the prosecution suggested, that I that, that I was just a bum, that I did not have a home, that I had lost my home because I could not pay the rent. This is all not true, this is all slander. I was committed, I was, committed to a cause. I wanted to do good. So I put together my stuff because I didn't want it to be a burden for others. This is not what we are. This is not who I am. And I felt elated, this deep warmth. The last time I had felt this with the woman I love expectation and this belief in a prosperous future it gave me strength I spoke a prayer a prayer to God whom I had denied all these years before because I could not believe in just this I seeked the fault in God I made God responsible because he has because of him created a world which is vile and wicked as ours. I was convinced that God does not care about us. There was a time when I was oblivious about society when I believed that God had abandoned humanity. God does not favor us, does not favor anyone, but just turned our back on us. This was the time when I did not understand better. God had never turned on us. No, but we had, we had stopped. taking his word, stopped believing his word, acting on it. We had stopped to be humans, to gather our strength and to create God's destiny. I understood that we do not perceive God because we have become weak. God was not part of the American society anymore. We had abandoned him. Not he us. We had stopped believing in him. Not he in us. Because we were still his children. We were still the bearers of his hope. We were still the ones who held the torch of civilization. We were still Americans. We were still the chosen ones. But we had stopped to believe in him. It was a good feeling, dear Jury. It was not, it was not anything madness. How the prosecution tried to portray me these a deeds of a madman, of an insane man, who didn't know anything at all. A madman who who allegedly wouldn't want anything but to be famous. This is why I had done this, according to the prosecution. Far from it. Not once, not once, dear jury, did it cross my mind that I would get famous for it. Famous for what? For doing my duty. Famous for doing what is ex- expected from me. Famous for believing in God. No. I'm not that narrow minded I'm not that narrow in my thoughts that I would want to gain fame for something which we're supposed to do gain fame for just being an ordinary American far from it no I was someone who believed in it. I was someone who could not continue living on in this society. So I gained strength. I walked out of my home. I didn't lock it. Because I lived in a great, because I did not fear of any loss. I did not lock my home because everything I possessed I was wearing on me. I thought myself as the richest American ever. As someone who had truly a golden heart, a heart that loves America. I had everything I wanted. I had, I felt the gun heavy. And indeed, On some days, I had doubted. I had doubted myself whether I can do it, whether I can bring justice to this world. Then, in those days when the gun felt heavy, when the instruments of justice felt heavy, Again, I was struck with the perception of society. I saw myself through the eyes of the society. What can he, this bum, this nobody bring about? He is a no good. He will never accomplish anything. He is not the guy whom we would expect living the American dream. He is just nobody, a failure. This is how I saw myself. This is when I still doubted myself. Can you do it? And I had looked on that gun for quite a while. I had questioned my purpose for a while. I asked myself, Do I do this for myself? Is it all for my own benefit? Do I love America out of egoism? And the answer was no. I didn't do it for my own benefit. But I knew the moment I left my home the moment I walked the street, got into the bus, that nothing would be the same anymore. I knew that, na- that my life would change. This I knew very well. But I felt elated, elated. And I felt the strength of my ancestors running through me. I felt one of those people who had the strength and the willingness to do something. I felt the strength of all those people who, f- who fought for this great country who fought for their freedom, who did not leave anything to chance, maybe, maybe it will come to a good end. Maybe people will wake up one day, be smarter, think about the others, act more American. No, the jury I was not deceived and lulled in complacency. I knew that this deed had to be done. And I knew that I am an instrument of it. That it had to be me who done it. That it had to be me who pulls the trigger because I had nothing to lose anymore America stood in ruins America was distorted America was unrecognizable it was not the country I loved anymore and it was not a place worth living I did not have anything to lose anymore. But one thing to gain this is love my country. Love the people and the notion and the knowledge that future generations would walk out of their doom, out of their caves and would embrace the good of this grand society. I was elated, my steps felt light. I was following my way. I drove with the bus through areas where I had walked past in my youth. When I had a naive belief in the world, in the good of humanity, I drove past those memories of old. And I thought to myself, that this is the chance to bring back this belief in the good of society. The possibility that we all can live decent lives again. Back then, it was naive, petulant, alien. But in the future, this could be real. being an American could be worth something. Being someone with a face, someone whom you are proud of when you look in the mirror, something invaluable. And the future was possible. I drove along and I looked in awe all those peoples to all the countryside to the beauty of our country and I understood that we are obliged to protect this beauty that we are obliged to fight for it to embrace it to care for it And do not harm it. Because this is the very soil. The very ground. American blood was shed. Blood for freedom. Blood for equality. This was the very ground and soil. Where American dreams, hopes... And prosperity for everyone grew. The very soil which nourishes every American, everyone, no matter where they come from, no matter who they are, the very grapes which feed us, our children and future generations. I understood that something, something deeply rotten is destroying our graves. The soil we walk on, the people we meet and greet. I felt more and more confident. I arrived in a big city, their noise, their bus, all these people hurrying somewhere. I was different, different in a good way, in a positive way because I had a goal, I had a purpose and I walked up there. The company was vast, gigantic, built like an island. Island in the midst of human souls, almost alien. You would not recognize it. The glasses, the, the, the building... Felt like a weapon put into the flesh of the body of America and I woke up there, I look around, I look around, beautifully furnished and it is only the reception area, beautifully furnished with all accolades with all the company has accomplished the money it has allocated and i said to myself well how many americans saw this how many americans bled for this How many Americans could stand in the shade of this building? How many Americans profited from this building? And how many American lives were destroyed? I didn't see any mourners. I didn't see heart pain. I didn't see sorrows or the blood of Americans. No, everything was clean, built perfect, to soothe the eye, to match our superstition. That those who built these buildings, that they were something unique something beyond, nothing comprehensible, so that everyone who enters these halls is being set back by awe, so that he might wonder, how could this being come about? And everything is so clean, so pure that one might think these people who built these halls, they were decent people. You are brought up in the belief that the wicked, that the vicious, that they cannot build beauty, that wicked people do not understand beauty, cannot comprehend it and fathom it. But they are in these halls... You were taught better because these holes they were built by deceptive advertising agents people who know how to how to money you how to distract you and more and more I I grasped the cold atmosphere in this building, the drain of of hopes of the future, the clump which pressed against our chest, which prevented us from breathing freely. I understood that in this great hallways, in this monument of deception and crookedness. There was no homeliness. There was no warmth. There was no love. Nothing. This was a monument built just for grandeur. Just to show the world what you can build with deception it was not a it was not a beautiful castle but a prison a prison where people lock themselves into where pe- people think it is inevitable because look at these great prison walls no one could fight these dungeons for everyone is cared for. I understood that people, when they saw this beauty, immediately believed that we cannot do better, that this is right, purse, purse, and American. But do, but I ask you, dear jury, is building prisons American? Is building monuments of hopelessness, of deception and crookedness, is this American? What fine archi text architects, they have, remarkable, these people know their trait, even the most deceptive villain knows how to present himself as a saint, and it was all k- clear right at the moment I entered the gate of this hell. Nothing is as it seems, nothing is real because this monument had no soul, it had no face, it was alien, it was built on the back of Americans. It was to no purpose. It was not for the gain and benefit of the American people. No, it was just a flattery. Flattery to oneself. Egoism built brick by brick. It was even a mockery. A Mockery of all those people who were made miserable. Who had lost one. In this home, in this dark palace, you did not find warmth. A cold breeze grabbed me froze me and I understood that I have to continue moving